Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Corey Barnes is back at quarterback now. Barnes in the end zone. Gets it away. Deep down the middle. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Welcome to another episode of Something's Brewing. How's everybody doing? Episode number 26. This one brought to you by TLCSquaredShop.com, bringing you their Through the Years collection. I personally like Cocoa Bear, but Little Love is pretty cool, too. <laughs> Producer Dan. What is Cocoa Bear? Oh, it's just a, uh, options in the, in the collection. <laughs> okay. Um, Producer Dan. I'm not laughing at it, by the way. Producer Dan. Yes. How have you been? Uh, I've been fine. I'm yep. a little. I'm a little hungry. I'm a little jet lagged. I'm a little uh, tired. Yeah. Well, we don't want to talk about you yet. We're no, going to get to your. You're going to have an option. An opportunity. Am I going to have a? Yeah. A little. I bit. get a little section of the show. Yeah. We're well, going to find out a little bit about your oh, travels so later, um, and hear what's going on in in your life. But um, so you've been okay. But we are. I'm gonna, fine. We're going to get to that. You're hungry though. Yeah, surprised totally. you didn't eat a good pregame meal. I should have. I know. See, you should always carb up. Folks. Yeah, that's the key. That's the key to a good show. Right. So, this is the last time there's going to be a big gap in between shows. That's true. It's July thirty first, mm-hmm. Wednesday, mm-hmm. Hump Day. Mm-hmm. Okay. What day is it? Huh? I love that Geico commercial. Don't mm-hmm. you? I actually do. You know. And he's famous. He's like apparently. The, the camel? Yeah, the camel. That's a famous camel. He's he's the most famous Geico ridiculous ad. Really? Yeah. More than the caveman and more yes. than the... Wow. Yeah, he's famous. Good for that camel. What do you call a three-humped camel? I don't know. Pregnant. Okay. <laughs> so uh, before we get on to the meat of the show, okay. a couple quick honorable mentions for the favorite 26 ever. Oh, yeah. Uh, Wade Boggs and... Rod Woodson, yeah, um, a great Boston Red Sox left-hander, left-handed batter, great persona. Just loved the way he played baseball, but not good enough to get his own <laughs> sort of section. Oh, really? Okay. And then Rod Woodson, unbelievable safety in the NFL, Pittsburgh Steelers, mm. just a a great strong player, but again, not good enough. Not to good get enough to make. To make the, their own. Right. So to keep it uh, accurate from the last couple of weeks, we're going to start off with uh, space travel. So wait a minute, so who is your 26? It's it's only honorable mention for Wade Boggs and Rod Woodson. Oh, so Nobody's no one it. no one gets it. Yeah. yeah. If they, gotcha. Yeah. If there's not a favorite number 26, that's clearly. Just, that's it. This is, I All think, right. the second week in a row for honorable mention. So, Fair But enough. we have done for multiple weeks in a row is given some updates on space travel. So um, before we do that, uh, Dan, can you give me a, a shout out with a number, letter G? Thank you. Is that so, the space travel? Yeah. Thing? So, so NASA uh, shot off a critical element uh, for space travel on July second. All things went well. Um, so uh, it's another uh, level of the Orion um, piece of the Northrop Grumman booster that they say is critical to allowing us to be on the moon by 2024. Which I still don't understand why. 
are, are we still so, not we're still planning on waiting until 2024 I know, but with scary. that same piece of information and following the the space theme did you see the area 51 social media invasion that happened a couple weeks ago no so what's what is going on with that okay you mentioned that earlier it made but- national news so so area 51 who everyone knows whether you're a conspiracy theorist or not is an area uh, in nevada highly classified it's gigantic and it's basically where the air force tests all kinds of you know futuristic things and then they say that's where if we had any connections with aliens that's right. where all this stuff is left. right so basically that's where the aliens are being hidden. right and that's where we have all that's where, that's where we do all the conversations and we have all the meetings right okay so so uh, when you become president right they <laughs> they secretly take you there yeah th- that's where you go first right you meet and them they first. show and right, now, now exactly. you know why, how everything's really working exactly but two million people have signed up to storm area of 51 on September 20th. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. They're going to just like, that's it. We're it's, going in. Yeah. Really? That's what they, that's what they say. That's and, awesome. And the organizers. Two million are, geeks. <laughs> yeah. I think it's, it's like no 1.8 and a half. But it, oh, sure. Okay. It's probably 2 million by now. Right. Um, but and, and the organizers are saying they can't stop us all. And the Air Force <laughs> and the government is responding by saying oh, oh, we yeah. can See, stop yeah. you all because we have the and military and, and we highly and recommend like that. that you do not storm <laughs> area 51 yeah. with 1.8 million people yeah. because this will be like Tiananmen Square yeah that's not good <laughs> I love that all right so I just want to make sure we're consistent Neil you there Neil. Neil you there but but not again until 2024 so all right moving the change chains into sports in case you didn't notice the women's national team won the world cup did yes, you know that i did know that because I actually did. You're, you're big. You did know that. Yeah. You, you know, Everybody you, knew that. Yeah. Uh, and they right? got a lot of press. Absolutely. Uh, for a lot of great reasons. And yeah. then, you know, for a plenty of political reasons, which. Yes. Which. True. But, which, you know, we've talked about this for many episodes and we've done a very good job of staying out of politics and we will continue to do so. However, I can say this. What can you say? I am sick and tired of politics being shoved into and down the throats of sports fans in regards to sports. I'm yeah. just sick and tired of it. And I wish that we can go in the other direction, but I find I I, I find that very hard to imagine that we're gonna go in the other direction. Yeah. I see it. So con- so you're so one of the things you're referring to is like now everybody has to either go to the White House or not make a protest of not going to the White House. Right. Make, and, make and, a deal with uh, every, an issue of what they're yeah, eating or not eating at the White House. Every single person, yeah. you, they, they watch a, a national anthem and if someone doesn't it doesn't stand that person trends on social media if someone doesn't put their hand over their heart that person trends on <laughs> right. social media if someone drops the flag you know that trended right. on social media right. and it, it, it's like and, and then who picked it up faster you know it, it's a you know it, it's just it's sports right it wasn't designed we've talked months and months ago about the concept of sports and, right. it, and it's a shame that our country is that that political that it's becoming so unbelievably right And the truth is, is it politics or is it social media? Or it's politics for the sake of social media. Like it isn't – are we really that upset by any of this? Or do that many people just just have a platform to make a comment? Yeah, man. Give me some likes. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. and, and uh, it's it's ridiculous, but I, I am getting tired of it. Uh, uh, but uh, but congratulations to the women's yes. uh, soccer team. It was awesome. It's still cool. Uh, and then how about from a uh, from a timing standpoint? So in that that morning, the women's national team beat the Netherlands for the women's World Cup uh, championship, and then that evening. The U.S. men's team played for the CONCACAF finals. Oh, the CONCACAF. Yeah, which happens all the time. And it's really just uh, uh, basically a, a, nor- a Caribbean North uh, tournament. Oh, really? So we got we got beat by by Mexico. But yeah. I will say at that- At a Sandals Resort somewhere? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. The game was played at, <laughs> at a Sandals. Sandals Resort. Right. I love and it. And the players all get paid in shells. It's it's a great deal. <laughs> well, actually, the men's team gets paid way more than the women's team. Again, another a huge, huge point of contention for, for many people. But um, I'm not going to lie. The men's game was more entertaining. Was it really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the NBA is more entertaining than the WNBA. Yeah, but it has nothing to do with the gender. It's it's just is. Yeah, but but doesn't it have to do with a little bit of the entertainment value? Yeah, of what people are willing to pay. Well, yeah, right. Like so, I mean, uh, oh yeah, billions put, of people put butts in the seats. Right, billions of people watch the men's World Cup. Yes, nowhere near the same amount of people watch the women's World Cup. Right, not to mention a fraction of females. <laughs> in the world are allowed to play organized soccer compared yeah. to men. Yeah. Right? A very small fraction. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I, I still stand behind the fact that women are better than men and they always will be. So, I'm just, I'm okay with that. Yeah. All right. So, moving on to the NBA free agency market. Mm. In case you haven't noticed, Dan, you live in Los Angeles. True. So do I. True. Los Angeles basketball is officially back. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Not only do we get LeBron James last year for the Lakers, now we have I talked we talked about this, the eyebrows. Oh yes, we have eyebrows. Yeah. So Anthony Davis. Yep. And then the Clippers went and signed the largest free agent deal oh. of the year in, in of a long time with Kawhi Leonard, the guy that we talked about that, oh I, my. that we saw so, in Brooklyn. So that went through. Yeah. Oh wow! Huh? So now this he's on the Clippers. Town. Huh? Edwards back to being a basketball right. town. And wow. as a, and as an ex UCLA quarterback, I know what it's like to play at a basketball school. So who's, no wait, who who's an ex UCLA quarterback? I am. I used to be kind of a big deal. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. I, I know we, we're we're going to talk more about UCLA football. Yes, uh, we in, are in the next episode. But um, but yeah, I don't, I don't want people to forget that. Show is no. called Something's Brewing, for that's, God's sake. That's right. It's not because we make beer. No. Okay. So not only did the Clippers get Kawhi Leonard, they also got Paul George, who I also like. Excellent. So Kawhi yeah. Leonard, Paul George, both from the Los Angeles area, and that probably It's going to be a great season. Okay. Next up, UFC and ESPN Plus, the streaming service that now makes me watch the UFC pay-per-view events from my freaking phone because my Samsung smart TV doesn't have the goddamn ESPN Plus app because it's five years old. Ooh. So I'm not bitter about it, but I, no. I've ranted about this in, in in episodes past. But I, again, paid $69 to watch a <laughs> UFC pay-per-view event oh my on God. my freaking no, cell phone. No, okay? Because no. I love watching watching John Jones. He's arguably the greatest UFC fighter of all time. And he was in a a championship match. But 
We had Luke Rockhold that came out of retirement, practically retirement, after one and a half years. He gets knocked out. And then Masvidal, a flying knee to Askren. So this guy, Askren, took a beating last fight. And it was shocking that he that he was able to survive against Lawler, and he was talking so much shit before the fight, <laughs> and and Masvidal literally comes in with a flying knee and knocks him unconscious in the first two seconds of the fight, no. and oh. and he was unconscious. Yeah, like out. He, he out, practically out. got carried out of the octagon. Wow. Okay. So anyway, it was it was. It's like the number one knockout ever. Yeah, for speed and just and just brutality. And you're, and, and you're thinking that this dude, he got a knee to the temple. Yeah, and just went out. Um, Amanda Nunez uh, defended her title against Holly Holm, and I I've seen Amanda Nunez fight in in person. This girl is awesome. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, and she did it again. Took down Holly Holm again couple weeks later another uh, famous female fighter chris cyborg she won again so now she wants another fight at, at nunez i i tell nunez kick cyborg's ass too and, and keep it keep it rolling right then you get to the john jones fight he fights this dude tiago santos who had to have been the baddest looking dude ever dan oh, yeah. okay oh yeah this guy is physically fit like you will never be never ever he he it looks like he literally tore his ACL or damn broke his his leg he's pr- limping around oh. still hanging in there went the distance with John Jones wow. he ended up lo- losing but from a uh, just a sheer a will to compete <laughs> Yeah. You have never seen yeah. something like this. Yeah, the guy's it might have uh, unbelievable. Wow. So I hope hopefully he'll get another chance to fight when he's healthy. But and then on a side note, John Jones, who's had previous issues with the law. <laughs> yeah. Um, well. I mean, he lives in New Mexico, Albuquerque. He right. trains out at Albuquerque. Right. Right. I mean, we've talked about Breaking Bad. Yeah. You know, I'm not trying to make Albuquerque the new Baltimore, <laughs> but but. Uh, <laughs> but he gets in trouble again, but yeah. apparently the footage from him is, you know, getting in a fight with a uh, a waitress at a strip club. It's not that damning, so oh. it doesn't doesn't look like he's going to be in big trouble. There's no way to look good fighting a waitress, <laughs> not at all. No, <laughs> unless it's you. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> all right, now Wimbledon. On the other hand, let's let's transition from wow. UFC to Wimbledon. To Wimbledon, that's <laughs> yeah. a smooth transition. Did you see any of that? No, sir. Okay. Um, so first of all, first time four unranked women made it to the quarterfinals. Wow, which I thought was you know kind of cool. But let's talk about Roger Federer in Djokovic, yeah, playing in a finals that literally lasted for five plus hours. No way. And Are you kidding? Yeah, and we've talked about Federer before too. This guy is still competing at that level. Yeah, it's enough. hangs in there for five hours, oh, ends up losing, wow. but. Can I make one point of that I couldn't stop thinking about? We've talked we talk about branding and marketing and so on and so forth. So Federer used to be a 100% Nike guy mm-hmm. and Uniqlo, which is a Japanese retailer. Yes. Um they used to have Djokovic on all of their logos were on Djokovic stuff, uh, shirts and you know attire. I didn't realize that Federer has broken away from Nike oh. from a from a, a clothing standpoint over a year a year ago. 
Really? Signed a $300 plus million dollar deal with Uniqlo. Oh, he's with them now? Yeah. I had the Chinese no idea. Re- or the Japanese retailer. Yeah. I thought that they was- have, They have some interesting clothes. Not cut for someone uh, with my build, necessarily. No. But um, that's so interesting. Sleek, I had, are they sleek clothing? Yeah, they're for much thinner men. You can't have a big gut like I do and wear Uniqlo. I don't so, think you have that big of a gut. Oh, I do. I'm it sorry. just looks bigger because you're so short. That's exactly right. If I were 6'3", I'd, I'd look great. If I was 6'3", I'd still be playing the NFL. <laughs> Actually, and, and the lizard are like, what do you mean? You never did. <laughs> I had a locker. Hey, listen, I had a locker for one week. That counts. Free agent deal with the Chargers. That counts. Okay. Um, so let's, uh, let's swing for the fences let's and move into the Major League All-Star break. Yes. I don't know if you noticed that. Uh, but the American League won for the seventh time in a row. Wow. And I can't imagine you followed this story, but the scoreboard operator <laughs> was apparently so bad oh. that they were interviewing the players after the game, asking them, did you notice that your name was spelled wrong? And <laughs> did you notice that when you were up to bat, it actually was a different person? Different person's name? <laughs> wow. And they got a lot of heat. Really? Yeah. And, you know, baseball is probably one of the easier Sports to uh, keep score with, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean it's it's, it's, it's either, one at a time. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And you don't have to kick an extra point. No, it's, it's I one. can even score when the a guy goes game. around the base. It's, right. it's one. It counts when he steps <laughs> over the little weird shaped plate thing yeah. there. So I I, wow. I did feel bad for him though because he they he got blown up. Oh, I bet blown up. Was he having problems or I, something? Like I, I don't know. I haven't followed up on the story because I'm I, I don't want to see. Bad news. Well, you know, it's just a little local game. I mean, yeah, big not, deal. yeah, nobody was watching, right? So, but for the major league baseball fans uh, on the planet, we're talking about just to give an update. The American League leaders at the moment are the Yankees, the Twins, and the Astros. Yeah. So those are the ones that leading the division. Wild card is Indians and Athletics. Okay. Uh, Tampa Bay Rays and Red Sox are in the mix. On the National League side, we've got the Braves. The Cardinals overtook the Cubs last night. They're playing a three-game series. Oh, is that right? Yeah, so they won last night. They're playing again right now. It's 0-0, zero zero, but they're, they're now leading the Central Division. So uh, the Braves, Cardinals, and then the Dodgers, who... They're looking great. They're winning. They're uh, ahead by like 15 games. Yeah. Uh, and then the wild card is going to be the Phillies, Cubs, who are doing mm-hmm. great, even mm-hmm. though they're in second place in the division, and then the Nationals and the Brewers. So. Gotcha. Hey, who was having the big uh, brawl the other day? Oh, you saw that? Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, see, I don't follow sports, but if, if a bunch of guys are going to beat each other up, I yeah, definitely want to see Yeah, Cincinnati pitcher. Was it, yeah, Cincinnati and Pittsburgh? Is that who it was? I'm not research? sure. Who, Let's I know research. it was Cincinnati pitcher was, went went into the dugout. It happened. The, the 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 it came out yesterday. Yeah, and he went full blown into the dugout throwing punches. The Cincinnati manager came running. He got in, put in a headlock, and got shoved into the into the dirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, it's not you're, good. you're right. It, it's that one is probably going to go up there as the number one baseball fight. One of the best baseball fights yeah. ever. But yeah, it was Cincinnati Reds and the Pirates, yeah. Oh, you're right. Hey. Oh, my god. I gosh. knew something about sports. Oh, my oh goodness. Oh, my God. All right. Okay, so only a couple more sports uh, uh, topics until we get into pop culture and politics, mm, which I'm okay. very excited to talk about. Um, so, the Open. Okay. The Golf. Open? Oh, the Open, Last yes. golf mm-hmm. major. Golfing. In Ireland. Yeah. Shane Lowry. 
congratulations to him. Nice. Dominant six-shot victory. Wow. <sighs> he's and he's Irish. Yes. I mean, how cool is that? Right. I mean, isn't that that a you? What's his admit? name? Shane, Shane Lowry. Shane Lowry. Mike Lowry. Right. Like, <laughs> how much more Irishish can you get? Right. So in that, it was his first career major title, wow. which was also That's awesome. Great. Oh the weather God. sucked. He, who is a bigger hero in Ireland right now? Nobody. N- not nobody. No. Not a chance. No way. <clears throat> weather conditions were terrible. Oops. Um, uh, everyone else sort of crumbled around him, but he. Uh, he 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 had a decisive win, Good for um, and he's the only the seventh player over the last one hundred years to win that that tournament by six or more shots. Hundred years? Yeah. Wow. He had an advantage though with the weather. Because you, you, know, you go to Ireland, he right, grew up there. Right. He knows how to play in it. Home court advantage, one hundred percent. Although it's, I would say it's tough to have a weather home court advantage with a in a golf game with that little ball, <laughs> right? And you nail it at three hundred miles an hour, <laughs> right, exactly. and a gust of wind could just push it at any moment. And I know yeah. at least a little bit about physics, yeah. Um, but you know, our our man Brooks Kepka, who we always talk about, well, yeah. So he actually finished fairly well, uh, but he he actually joined Tiger Woods, Jack Nicklaus. And Jordan Spieth as the only four players to finish inside the top four of all the major championships oh, in wow. the same calendar. So he year. did do it. Yeah. And he's also ruffling some feathers, which I actually kind of appreciate, even though he seems like a quiet guy. And, and weeks and weeks ago, I mentioned how no one dislikes him. Yeah. He's that you, I can't find a person that doesn't dislike him. Right. It's Uh-oh. starting. Yeah, yeah, because he's saying he's begun. he's complaining about some of his competitors not playing fast enough, but then, <laughs> but then all kinds of of the other golfers are they don't have the balls to say I agree, but they're oh, kind of saying, no. well, you know, yeah. he's got a point there, yeah, mm-hmm. which you can tell that they agree. Yeah. Uh, another side note, which have you ever been to a surfing championship? No, in, live, but no. you've watched it on TV. Oh, sure, yeah. Okay, it's cool to watch on TV. Virtually impossible to watch in real life. Is that uh, right? Yeah. So the U.S. Open Surfing Championship is happening in Huntington Beach right now. I was there last week, and I took the family to the Waterfront Hotel in Huntington Beach. Fantastic mm. hotel, by the way. Um, had a great, great day uh, there with the family. And across the street on the beach was the U.S. Open Championship, wow. sponsored by Vans. Um, actually, we shouldn't say that if they're not giving us any money. That's but, right. Sponsored um, by some of our- So it's a two-week competition. It's it's literally- Two weeks? It's, it's, it's impossible to find out who's competing at what time. You almost have to watch it while you're standing on the beach on your phone. On your phone. But apparently some of the top uh, surfers in Southern California didn't do well, and they are, uh, they're already out of it. So uh, we'll find out next week who won. Right. <laughs> on our phones. But, I mean, how much surfing can you watch? Uh, yeah, I don't know. And it's not like we're in Hawaii. Right. With yeah, these, these waves gigantic, are not, yeah. beautiful waves. Although I will say the Huntington Beach breaks mm-hmm. were we're pretty nice. Is that right? I haven't been out there in a while. Yeah. I can't imagine you've ever been there, Dan. Huntington Beach? <laughs> no. I out on, by. Out surfing. Oh, uh, no. I'm more yeah. of a boogie boarder. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Dude, I'm a, hey, I'm a hot on a boogie board. I believe it. Sure. I believe it. And, and But no, I've never How surfed. about body surfing? I've, I've done that a couple times. Sure. You know, and when you're, try. how great was that when, when you were a kid? When you finally catch one. Yeah. And you can actually it. feel the energy of the yeah. wave. Yeah. 
And then, and then you know, it that just was something different. you into the sand. <laughs> Did you see the guy uh, on the East Coast last week that that literally died? No. By a, a, a shore break, he was just playing with his kids, got crushed, broke his neck. No. Yeah, North Carolina or something. Wow. Yeah, terrible. Can you That's imagine horrible. Just hanging out at the beach in the summertime and all of a sudden dead yeah. from a wave. Yeah. Not even a shark. But I can totally see that happening, though. I've had a couple times where I've been flipped over, hit my head. I'm like, I hope my neck is a... Yeah, well, this guy died. Wow. Yeah, it felt bad. Terrible for his wife. Yeah. So moving on to pop culture and politics, and unfortunately, uh, sticking with the... uh, with the uh, the dead theme, um, so Tyler Skaggs, pitcher for the Angels, born in Woodland Hills, may rest in peace. Is that right? He passed away. They're not sure why yet, uh, but it looked you know he like died in his hotel room. Wow! Uh, and, and an away game, and so not only so. First of all, heart goes out to to his family and his teammates and anyone that knew him and and, and so forth. But then the reason why I'm putting it into pop culture and politics is because there was the trending, it said, hashtag, art, rest in peace, RIP 45. That was his number. Mm. So some, you know, we always talk about social media and how ridiculous it is. So multiple people, like lots of people and some famous people jumped on it on the fact that they, all they saw was trending Hashtag rest in peace 45, thinking that Donald Trump, the 45th president, died. Right. So then they all, many people got very excited and and were open with their excitement about the death, potential death of Trump. Of the the sitting president. And it was, it definitely was an awkward moment for for any fan of Tyler Skaggs and any, any fan of. Just life in general. Yeah, that's a little. That's one of those things. Like whenever you hear that someone has died, you need to do a little research yeah. before you hit hit the you know the upload button, so to speak. Yeah, no you matter who I mean? it is. Yeah, no yeah. matter who it is. So, oh man. And actually, believe it or not, in my research, I was just getting a couple of things to make sure I was on the same page with for for Tyler. Didn't want to screw anything up. So another professional pitcher died, and he was a, the tallest professional baseball player, like seven-footer. Oh. Loke Van Mill, you know, foreigner, Dutch foreign pitcher. He died a couple of days ago, and they don't know why either. Like, wow. Like, random accident. And the, the, a seven-foot-tall pitcher. Yeah. And the weird part about that is that apparently he almost died in a rock-climbing accident a year ago. Wow. So he was definitely... Uh, Definitely, I don't know what was going on, so we don't know what happened with either of them. But right. again, our job That's is to report on the news after it happens. True, As and make to sure before. you understand what yep. was brewing before, exactly, <laughs> and understand what's brewing going forward. So now we're going to move on t- into the Fourth of July segment. So again, we our last show was July first, and i I had a fantastic Fourth of July, but. Just like I mentioned earlier about politics and sports, I was not a fan of, and maybe again, it's one year further in the evolution of social media, mm-hmm. but I was not a fan of the social media slash political coverage surrounding the 4th of July. And do you know where, do you have any idea where I'm going to go with any of this? I don't actually, yeah. no. So a couple I'm trying things. to think of what happened on 4th of July. So n- well, first of all, there was an earthquake. Did there you, were oh, I, multiple ooh, earthquakes. Yes, I felt those. Baby. You were here. You were in, uh, oh, in LA. Yeah. I was up in Tahoe. They were shaky. They were, huh? Yeah. They were pretty big. 
all they, the, they all weren't the, the jolty kind. They were the like smooth. Smoothly. Yeah, like your house is suddenly floating on the ocean. Which is so weird. It's so weird. All of the pictures in my office were the you know, 15th floor, 16th floor. All the pictures in my office that were like propped up, they were all had fallen down. Is that right? Yeah, which I thought was that's creepy. Pretty good indication of yeah the movement. Yes. Um, okay, so let, let me just set this set the stage. Set so the stage. The New York Times wrote an article that literally front page that was that said that was called the myth that the United States is the greatest country on earth is at best outdated. Mm, okay. Okay. That was the front page of the New York Times. On the 4th Times. of July? No, July 3rd. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, come on. Yeah. I don't care what your political allegiance is. Right. What, what? The largest city in the country's right. largest newspaper puts that on the front page. On the front page. So, like, come on. The front page is for news. Right. Not, like actual news. Not like an opinion. That actually, right. That you still. And not on July 3rd. Right. Come on, man. Okay. So so move on. You also, I'm sure you saw the news about uh, the Nike had, was going to put out a Betsy Ross flag in, com- in conjunction with the 4th of July. Yeah. But. Nike sneakers. But then Colin Kaepernick made a big deal about how Betsy Ross was during the slave era and she, you know, she, she doesn't represent what Nike should represent. And they pulled it. Oh, Did you gosh. see that? No. Okay. Well, that also happened at the same time. Great. Okay. Um, and there's like she was a freaking Quaker for God's sakes. Okay. <laughs> like so. Like do a little more research. But I got I got to give props to the Arizona governor. So the Arizona governor <laughs> something about Nike. Um, he he basically kicked Nike. Told Nike that you don't bring your next uh, production plant to Arizona. Oh really? Three or four hundred. Three or four hundred jobs. He's like, you know what? Wow, that's the it. type of my that, that we don't want. That we we're doing just fine without you. Wow. But and so then Kaepernick takes it to an, the next level. And on Fourth of July, when this trended, right? Because that's where we're at, right? Um, put out a quote from Frederick Douglass, uh, stating, and he, and he took one piece of his speech and mm-hmm. and took out uh, a piece about this is not my country. Okay, and indicated that on the 4th of July, everyone, you can all celebrate the 4th of July for the United States of America, but this is not my country. And quoted (laughs) a Frederick Frederick Douglass speech. However, he's such a moron that he doesn't even read the whole fucking speech that Frederick (laughs) Douglass gave. Uh Because two paragraphs later, Frederick Douglass talks about how the United States, even at a time... When you're talking about Civil War era serious shit, right, okay, right. like a division of a country over slavery. Yeah. Two paragraphs later, he talks about how it's still the greatest country in the world <laughs> and how yeah. he has an open mind for things to get better. You know what I'm saying? Wow. But the, but the only thing that caught the trending right, was, aspect of social media is that Colin Kaepernick quoted Frederick Douglass stating that this is not my country. Does Kaepernick still actually play football or does he just tweet now and no, like I, what's happening? No, he's, yeah, he, he I, no, he's not playing football, but he's certainly yeah. an activist, which I give him credit for, for being passionate about something. Sure. But back to my point earlier about keeping politics out of sports. Right. Like Colin Kaepernick is not... Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> no. Okay? Yeah. He was adopted, Played raised ball. by a white family in Nevada, was Reno. It? Okay? Oh, and now he acts like he's, you know, 
the next version of Martin Luther King. <laughs> Come on, dude, stop. Yeah. And so I'm, my point is I'm tired of the politics civil war that is happening. Right. And I right. feel like sports is being used. Yeah, as a great little platform for and I, all and, of that. And I'm tired of it. So moving on to something a little lighter. Okay. Did you see that Mad Magazine is calling it quits after 67 years? You're older than me, Dan. Why, why did you have to bring that up? Well, because because I only remember reading Mad Magazine as a, you know a young, you know maybe 9, 10, 11 years old in the yeah. late 80s, early 90s. Gotcha. But in its heyday... Yeah. In the seventies, I wasn't yeah. even born. Wasn't I was? Yeah, that's you when were, I was reading. I was reading uh, Mad in uh, the yeah, like early seventies, seventy three, seventy four. And I remember feeling like when I did see it, mm-hmm. it it felt to me similar to the way it felt when I looked at my first Playboys. And it did have that kind of yeah, had a little that like, edgy. Like mm. I remember my my parents. I, I was like had it. I wasn't allowed to buy it. My parents certainly didn't buy oh, it really? for me. Yeah. Oh wow. And but what it, it wasn't it a little edgy. It or was no? a little edgy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or people at least thought it was a little edgy because I got a little pushback from certain family members about getting it. But um, so what what do you think made Mad Magazine so awesome and so cool? It, they just made fun of everything. It was just so awesome. From the cover, you got your movie parody, you got your uh, lighter side, you got your spy versus spy, you got your, uh, they used to do this thing every once in a while called snappy answers to stupid questions. I used to love that because it was just, it wasn't it was so politi- nice and so cheery. Was, so it was politically incorrect yes. at a time when. When we were still kind of living in this Brady Bunch fantasy. And there was no social media. No social media. There were no, you know. I mean, there was George Carlin, but that was about it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, some big name comedians. But other than that, and so in Mad Magazine, if my my research serves me correct, they had upwards of two million subscribers in their heyday in 1974. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's a lot. Like a comic book, basically, had two right? million people subscribing and getting it sent to their house on a regular yeah. basis. Yeah. That's um, that I I can't do the fast forward to inflation, but that has to be like having more uh, Twitter followers than Kendall Jenner. Yeah, I would I imagine. Would, I would certainly. Hope I would think so. Yeah, considering no computers, no, no internet, no, just word of mouth, no advertising. Really, no, it's not like they had TV commercials for Mad Magazine. Like, no. Are you kidding me? So I thought I I thought that you would appreciate that. I Again, it. considering that you are, uh, you know, somewhat of a, uh, a comedic. Oh, yeah. And certainly a little bit older. Uh, Remember Mad TV? Yeah, I wasn't allowed to watch it. Right, because it was mad, right? I I, really really weren't allowed to watch Mad TV. uh, Yeah, I was. That's hilarious. I was raised in Footloose. Um, okay. All right. So I'm going to move into the next section I call Billionaire's Row. So I realized over the last couple of weeks, so there's been a couple of serious you know, billionaires in the news. Billionaire's so, Row. So, uh, so a California billionaire, uh, Tom Steyer, uh, entered the race as a Democratic uh, candidate. Oh. In case you haven't noticed, they've had two uh, two nights worth of uh, the Democratic debates. Yes. Um, very exciting stuff. Um, then another billionaire, Jeffrey Epstein, 
tell me you've heard about him. I've heard a little bit about him. Yeah, yeah he uh, this he has guy little, is going to go down. He's got a little side hustle going. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. If you call uh, you kid, child trafficking, yeah. a side hustle. Yeah, I actually read a story yesterday that he full on was attempting to seed his 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 seed his fucking genetics his DNA into m- hundreds of uh, Latina basically prostitutes that he was having shipped in to his New Mexico mansion and had brought it, and had brought in DNA experts to make sure that he was you know giving the most bang for his buck and, and that can't what? be proven but that was a story that came out yesterday so i it's i have a such feeling craziness. and i have a feeling that this guy is this not this guy deserves to be literally killed now, which I also saw they're bringing back some capital punishment in a few states. Oh, yeah. That happened in over they the last They're going to try that week. out on Epstein? They might as well. Yeah. From what I, I mean, you're it innocent. Like some evil. You're innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. Until you see this guy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. like, All right, forget it. <laughs> yeah. So I have a feeling that that guy's going to go down big time. And I have a feeling that there's going to be a couple more big names that go down They're gonna with They're going to go him. with him. Yeah. yeah. I, I find it hard to believe. Yeah. There's no way when he's you going see, along. When you see the, the some of the names that have flown on his private jets before yes. and been to his islands and yes. things of that nature. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, glad I didn't know him. Yeah. So, okay. And then the last billionaire, true patriot, Ross Perot. Remember him? Yeah. He passed away. Rest yeah. in peace, Ross Perot. I will tell you a quick story. We're going to get to my dad towards the end of the uh, of, of, uh, of the show. Um, but I remember when Ross Perot ran for president. And oh, yeah. I, was, I was pretty young. I wasn't by no means involved in politics or had a pulse on it or really was paying attention. But I remember my father talking so much about how Ross Perot is really going to change the country. Yeah, yeah. And we finally need, uh, you know, a third party candidate. And this guy can tag, you know, take down the two party system, and and uh, I re- literally, I vividly remember my dad bringing that up back then. Yeah. Uh, do you remember when he when he absolutely made a couple of opportunities at it? Oh, absolutely. You know, little guy, super smart, super great, rich, super yeah, smart, super wealthy. Yeah, had it seemed like a down, down you know, down home. Well, and he'd person. go, he'd come on TV with charts and things like, all right, this is what we're gonna do. And he would really lay it out there, like he wasn't just instead of the a negative instead instead of a negative two minute ad against his component or his opponent, right? He, he would take he on like, a five minute ad with a chart. Yeah, right. like all right, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna take this money over here. And we're gonna move it over there. He was great, man. <laughs> yeah, or at least he gave you hope that right. that maybe somebody was gonna yeah like really try to figure some stuff out. You yeah. Know? You know, and, and, it's like, and then you got it like we talk about all the time, apolitical, which basically means third party, right? Yeah. Like, you know, like I'm not all the way over the right. I'm not over the left. I'm just, I'm just like pretty much and like just, everybody I know. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so why can't we now, I don't that? even remember who he ran against, but he, it looked like he had a real shot at it there. Yeah. But, but at the end of the day, he didn't really, no. you know, Yeah. but, but at least he, he did some things that, you know, made people think, and I got to give him credit for that. So, and, and one, a great quote, he said, building a company is much more fun than, than politics because it's built on results and transparency. <laughs> As opposed to the exact opposite. Yeah. 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 And, and, and say what you want about Trump's, uh, uh, egotistical male chauvinistic, terrible way of communicating. Mm-hmm. He's certainly at least trying to uh, uh, point out some of the glaring issues and transparency in the country. You got to yeah, give him at least no a little bit, right? You got to yeah. give him a little credit for that. Yeah. So, and then you got to give credit to the other side for fighting back. Exactly. So, 
Um, anyway, did you see the story about the alligator that let go in the Chicago park? Yeah, that doesn't sound like such a great idea. No, but it, it got a lot of coverage, yeah. national coverage. <laughs> yes, and, if and if Chicago's story gets national coverage- You're all over it. Then we got to be all over it. Right. So apparently, <laughs> apparently, the guy that caught the alligator became so famous in Chicago, he got to throw out the opening pitch at the next Cubs game. Nice. Yeah, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, okay, moving on. Moving on. Have you seen the Bagel Boss? This has also come to my attention. No. You haven't seen The Bagel Boss? No. Oh, my gosh. If if our listeners haven't seen The Bagel Boss, this guy became a viral sensation. He's shorter than you. Um, and <laughs> he's this. He's got similar hair to you. Yeah, he looks none. a lot like you, except he's even chubbier. Okay. And he's shorter. Yeah. And he goes off on a couple of women in a bagel store in New Jersey, I think. Oh, yeah? About how women never give him credit, and they... And literally, he goes crazy about how <laughs> women treat him like shit because he's so short. Really? And this, and somebody about two two people back is filming the whole thing, and then he starts talking shit to these like the couple guys that are bigger than him. Oh yeah. And then out of nowhere, this other guy literally tackles him, puts him in a headlock, and tells him to shut up. And just like he's had enough. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But now he has full on become. A viral sensation, and the guy really seems like a big time douchebag. Oh, is that right? Oh, wait. Yeah, you see, you see what I'm talking about? The I'm guy, to play the it, guy's a piece not... of work. But anyway, so yeah. it, I, I just I figured since he looked like you, I, you might. Oh, have saw thank it. you, thank you. Okay, last thing before. Oh, we we're get very in... handsome. <laughs> wow. Last thing we uh, on, on that front, on the political front, till we get into some movies and travel. So we've talked about before. You remember that terrible call? Between the Rams and the Saints in yes, the NFL. Yes. Okay, well, that lawsuit, there's been a lawsuit, which right. we talked about. Yeah. And moved to the next level. No. Yeah. So they're they're gonna have to appeal it and all this stuff. Like they're they have won the next fight. Yeah. That all they're they're trying to do is force Roger Goodell and the referees that made the mistake to have to show up and make an appeal parents and apologize basically. wow yeah they're not asking for money or anything wow. but it actually made it through the courts they think it's going to get thrown out really? it probably will Jeez. but uh on the movie front did you see how much the avengers movie made a lot of money i mean they passed avatar yeah and avatar is one of my favorite movies of all time i can't wait till the rest of them come out is that right yeah i love avatar really yeah i love it a little blue the blue people. The blue people. I love it. Just the 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 mentality and the message of Avatar. Mm -hmm. If you go back and watch it, you'll know what I'm saying. But I mean, how many Avengers movies has there been? I how hear, many movies so have there many. been with that many of the same freaking characters? And how many people still love it that much to go out and spend that much money? Or right. is there that many other shitty movies? It could be that. Well, it could be too. I mean, you you feel like you've invested ten years in watching this supposed storyline. I guess okay. you gotta, you know. Well, maybe who. that's that's. You know what? I'm going with that. Yeah. Because I don't. Nothing else makes sense to me. <laughs> um, uh, uh, once upon a time in Hollywood, I haven't seen yet. I'm embarrassed to say. I have not. But either. you and I have both promised to watch it. Yes. We're gonna do Before a whole section. Show, yeah. We're gonna do a whole section about that next show. Um, and then what else? Before we get to travel. Oh, went to the Zach Brown band. Oh yeah. Uh, last week. Oh yeah. With, with Chenoweth. Oh, really? Yeah, with our oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had a great time. And uh, he knows the drummer. Nice. So afterwards, so we had great seats. And then afterwards, full on backstage. 
Now, is Zach Brown Band, is that the band that was in the movie Roadhouse? No. I think they were in Roadhouse. Not a chance. You no? mean the movie Roadhouse with Patrick Swayze? Yeah. No freaking way. Different Zach Brown Band? Yeah, that, yes. <laughs> Why? Because that was 30 years ago? 20 plus years ago, yeah, yes. Okay. Yeah, that is not so the So who's same. Zach Brown Band? Yeah. And a little chicken fried. Yeah. Cold beer on a Friday night. A pair of jeans fit just right. <laughs> yeah. My radio world. You don't know that song? I don't know that song. Man, you got to look it up. I don't know. The it was country. a great show. Uh, great. And then I haven't been backstage in a while since last time. I think it was the Kid Rock concert. But I, I, I remembered there's multiple areas of backstage. Yes. You can get there's backstage. backstage and no, real no. backstage. Oh, no. We were backstage. Yeah. But then we were not in the Backstage. The backstage. Like where Which, Zach was sitting. Sure. You weren't we didn't get into that area, but I still no. had a fantastic time. Shout out to Eric and we really appreciate that. Trendy. Okay. So moving on, we are getting a little bit close to finishing up here. So travel. So yes. do you can you believe that I went to Reno four weeks in a row? Did you really? Yeah. Family. Yeah. For Fourth of July. Yeah. Work the following week. Yeah. Back. My family, my extended family, yeah, back and then work again. Holy cow! Yeah, so I, I mean, I'm looking at, I'm trying to, look, I'm looking at land up there. Yeah, for I was going to say, get an apartment, but something. Well, but yeah, I, 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 I'm a huge fan of Reno. Yeah, and if it was up to me, I'd move there tomorrow. Interesting. You know, the suburbs of Reno. Yeah, on the way to Tahoe. Oh, interesting. Two hundred acres, right. water rights. Big ass pad. Yeah. I'm putting it on notice right now. My, my dad used to have mob connections in Reno. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's all I can say about it. Really? But yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he used to fix machines for uh, that would check the Kino games or something. I guess there was a lot of cheating. Mm-hmm. The, the people that ran the Kino games would cheat. And he somehow figured out how to rig something for the mob that would find keep, it. Yeah, would find the cheaters. Wow. Yeah, they loved them. That is a great addition. The supposed mob. Right, of There's course. There's no real mob, of No, course. of course not. Now no. they're corporations. That's right. Um, so, but quick quick side note. So when we were up there for the 4th of July, um, Christine, you know, my wife, yeah. um, has this new thing where she's into these insects for the kids or getting them to know insects. So she buys, she sends away for these larvae, okay? All of a sudden, and, and she puts them on top of the sink, right? Like above the sink where, you know, you would put plants or something. Oh, okay. So while we're in uh, Tahoe for the 4th of July, these larvae, <laughs> oh, you got to move the larvae into a butterfly net. And when we come home, there's like 10 butterflies that are full on <laughs> waiting for us. Right. And, you're and I, and as much waiting to attack, and as much as I was complaining and, and, and giving her this look over the last couple of weeks of why do I have to look at larvae every time I'm washing the dishes or right. making breakfast or dinner or what have you. Right. It was so freaking cool when we got home. We literally got home. You know, you're tired. You just want to go to sleep. And the kids went crazy because there's now like 14, 10 plus butterflies. Wow. And then we let them go. So guess what she says she wants to do next, which is happening right now. Venus fly, Venus fly traps. No, that's a whole different experience. We are breeding (laughs) Venus fly traps, which when she first said it, I said, bullshit, they don't exist. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm afraid they do. Apparently they do. Do you have to feed those? You have to. So are you buying flies? 
No, no, no. They're not ready to eat flies. Okay, yet. phew. No, there's there's a strict diet that they need to do to get ready to eat flies. <laughs> so part of me can't wait. I find I I I will. I don't believe that. Right. A f- fucking plant is going to eat, eat a, a fly. fly. Right. So I just can't weird. wait to watch it. And if and I'll get back to you Please in case do. that happens. Th- wow. Because we got something going on at our house. That's not that's not fourteen <laughs> butterflies. I'll tell you. No, not a chance. That's um, and then we had my our, did my family trip with my brother and sister, my parents. Oh yeah. All the cousins. That was great. Uh, rented a house up in North Star. If you haven't been in North Star, it's fantastic. Uh, it, when's the last time you roller skated? Oh my God! Uh, I have no idea. No, nineteen, a long seventy nine. So I I roller skated. All the all the cousins, my our kids, and all the cousins roller skated. And then my brother, who was a really good ice skater and a good a roller roller skater, um, he and I roller skated around the rink outdoors. So it's an ice skating rink in the winter, and then oh a, yeah, a roller skating rink in the summer. Oh, wow! And he and I were roller skating around, nice. holding hands, nice. doing the whole. Uh, you know, roller ball. Oh, where you throw each other. Yeah, yeah, and move into the music. Wow, I was feeling yeah, it. Kind of like United Jonathan, States of America. Jonathan, yeah, yeah it was wow. pretty cool. And then downhill mountain biking, uh, Dan. You, wow. I don't recommend it for you, but anyone that has not tried downhill mountain biking, I've mentioned this uh, a long time ago, but I just did it again for the second time. It's a, it is officially the coolest thing that you can do, minus air surfing off of the back of a jet ski. Okay. Okay. It, it's it's gnarly. Like it's just downhill, downhill mountain. You're biking. freaking you know, you, you next thing you know you're on the brakes and the next thing you know you're doing thirty miles an hour. It's super scary and it's got a lot of adrenaline. And then I want to make one more point between before we move into uh, Brooklyn's bridge. So you know when you're at the end of a trip yeah. and your wife and you're gonna go back to the airport yeah. and uh and you, your wife just wants to get home, right? Sure. And she doesn't believe you that you're going to be on time. And even though it only takes 30 minutes to get to the airport, she wants to leave an hour and a half before yes. everything like that. And it's not just a wife. There's, I'm sure there's plenty of husbands that are that way as well. But in, my, in this case, it's my wife. So I make a mistake and I totally get the departure time wrong by like 30 minutes. And it was oh. already cutting it close, right? Oh, dear. So, but here, here's, here's the humble brag. Okay. So- don't get pulled over. No. Make it. Drop them off at the at curbside check-in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, check the bags. Drive down the street. Oh. Fill up the car and gas so I don't have to pay $9 a gallon. Oh. We've talked about that before. Yeah. You and Jamaica, Queens. You know it. Right? You remember that. Get back. Check in the car. Go through TSA pre-check. Sit down next to my wife and three kids. Still 40 minutes before departure. Nice. Yeah. Basically what I just said, I did it all in like 15 minutes. So my point of all of that, that's, that's, that's my point. Reno airport is Ah, the best. Gotcha. Gotcha. (laughs) Can you you imagine doing that at LAX? No. Not a chance in hell. So another reason why I love Reno, if they had more international flights, I think I already would have moved there, but, um, I'm I'm still bullish about it. I really am. Saw some great properties. Looked at a hundred acre property and a two hundred acre property. Seriously, just got to find the money. Okay, so now we're going to move across over to Brooklyn's Bridge for the last part of this show. We hope you stick around because then you're going to know. So close your eyes, Dan. Okay. Take a deep breath. Okay. 
I want you to think of a time when you were a kid mm-hmm. and you got something new mm-hmm. that was super cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you tell me what it is? Yes. It was a blue plastic record player. No way. It had separate speakers. Uh-huh. What year approximately? Uh probably the same year that I was uh reading Bad Magazine, so probably you know, seventy two, let's say. Just just starting to find yourself. Just starting to find myself. <laughs> I'd play my Jackson Five records on there. Oh, I love Jackson Five. It's stereo. It was, so it actually would play. Oh yeah, it was a real record player. I mean it was, you know. And, but it was it an really upgraded was model. It was for me coolest. it was the best thing ever. You oh, kidding? that's great. Yeah. Because then I great. didn't have to, you know, I didn't have to use my parents' record player. I had my own record <laughs> player, man. Well, so listen, that's I, I never had to deal with a record player. I do remember the coolest new CD player I got that had six disc changer. Oh yeah, Whoa. shuffle. And then a shout out to my man Katzmoyer in Pittsburgh. He uh, in college he had like a sixty disc disc changer. Oh my! And it actually, I think it's still at my parents' house. <laughs> Oh, yeah? Yeah. You had those big cartridges that you had to pull out. And, yeah. 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 Yeah, big cats. I love them. Um, anyway, okay, so before I move into my my part of that, mm-hmm. you, you want to know recently how I felt when you get something new? I reached out to LADWP because <laughs> I needed a new <laughs> recycling bin. You? Oh, yeah? And not only. Uh-oh. I, so I put the old one out. And the correct, so we have a, you know roads that go from the front road to the back, you know the back of our property, right. and you put the garbage cans out in the back. So they said just put it out, put the old one out. So I put the old one out oh, where you normally where would you normally put it. Would put it. Gotcha. They deliver a brand one, brand new one to my front yard, and didn't take the old one. So now I got two. Whoa. Blue recycling wow, containers. Dude. You better believe. Wow. No, no be more. No more do I have storm. to walk down the street and find uh, open recycling bins to throw <laughs> extra shit in during Christmas. Okay. <gasps> Christmas. Right? You know how that is. It's ridiculous. I need a new recycle bin. So you just called them up and they, they just called like... them up and they didn't take the old one. So now I feel like that. But that's how I felt recently. But that, that's not, that wasn't the point of me bringing this up. So I've actually talked about this before, but, and and you'll see where I'm going to go with all this. So actually mine was when I was a kid and we used to go up to the lake, as I mentioned, and we got a new boat. And I remember, you know, I've talked to you about that before. So, but, but I want to revisit it for a couple, couple reasons and and in a bigger way. Uh, So number one, we, we were out on the boat and up in Lake Tahoe and I had the girls behind the boat and I was realizing, you know, I got a kid that's seven and twins that are five. And by then, I was already, I'd already been slalom skiing and practically driving a boat and pulling five-year-olds <laughs> behind me, right? right? So I had been skiing since I was 18 months old. And oh. I got a seven-year-old and, and twin five-year-olds that barely want to get on a tube, right? Right. And the amount of, of development and a shaping of who I was in my childhood revolving mm-hmm. around going up to the lake and being right, on a boat right. was the biggest piece of the pie. Mm-hmm. 
And I was sitting up in Tahoe, you know, trying to relax and unplug. We talked about that last week. I did a great job of the last episode. I did, I did, a, I did a really good job yeah, of good. unplugging for most of the time, checking shit at night, blah, blah, blah. And I was realizing, looking at the kids and thinking, like, they don't look happy. They're like, this is wet. This is ridiculous. It's cold. <laughs> this is wet. And, I, and I was thinking, like, this is so, I was, I would have, this was like the most, fun I ever had as a Mm -hmm. seven-year-old. So that that was, uh, it it bummed me out a little bit, uh, but then it was also a realization of, well, if you care, then you got to do something about it. So I'm taking Brooklyn to Michigan to go on a lake at my friend's lake house this weekend because I can't have my kids growing up not understanding what that's like. You know what I'm saying? And then the third thing was, you know, it also reminded me of hanging out with my family and, you know, and being most importantly with, with my dad and seeing, because, um, it's actually my brother-in-law's father. We were out on his boat, mm. right? He's got three girls, right, that are older now. Oh, yeah. One of them's married to my brother-in-law. So I'm watching this guy driving the boat around. He's got, he had three daughters. They all know what it's like to be out on the water. Right, but right. they're older now. I have three daughters. It was just very, you know, things, a lot of cosmic things right, coming right. together and just boom, right? Yeah. So then I go hang out with, you know, my family. And I see, and I see my dad, and and I remember we had a couple conversations with him. But the point about the boat that I also want to sort of mention is the aspect of the responsibility and the patience mm-hmm. that I'm not giving myself credit that I handle responsibility fantastically right. or I have this unbelievable amount of patience because mm-hmm. I would say that you know I tend to struggle in certain areas sometimes, <laughs> yeah. but th- there was it, you can't argue the level of a sort of development that yeah. goes into that type of thing. Absolutely. You know, and then I started thinking about it and, and I realized that I actually most likely have taken, you know, my family for granted at times. And most importantly, have taken my father for granted mm. and the level of patience that he showed when we were my kid's age. Yeah. I, I don't think I could do it. Yeah. Number one. Um, and, and I, and I was, I was really, like taken back about how unbelievable my father was when we were that age Mm -hmm. and the patience that he showed for not only me, but kids that he never met before. Right. Like, (laughs) cause if you have ever been on a boat trying to watch someone learn how to water ski, right. It's the most annoying thing on the planet. Yeah. It's brutal. Okay. Like it's, it's literally, it's the most frustrating thing ever. And, 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 and what he, what he did and what I watched, and it, it certainly didn't know it back then, but as I, I saw him, you know, the the two weeks later when I saw my family up in Tahoe, mm-hmm. it all was sort of, again, that month of that three or four weeks come, came together very importantly. So then I started feeling really bad because I was close to my father when we were, you know, when I was younger and we would go up to the lake and it meant a lot to me. Mm-hmm. But as I got older and was became, quote unquote, cooler, I, I wasn't <laughs> nearly as close to my dad, right. you know, right. and I didn't spend as much time with him. And that, you know, real time, right? Like I was around him and I, like I didn't, we didn't fight, we didn't hate each other, mm-hmm. but I didn't spend that level of quality time. I would say from the birth to 12, uh, my dad and I were A plus, couldn't right. get any better, right? you know, but then 12 but then it to, to, to 25, yeah. I get a C, you know, <laughs> right, right. and then, and it was really starting to make me even, 
uh, you know, even more sad because now my dad has literally got like stage two Alzheimer's, doesn't remember oh, wow. anything that you're talking to him about. And it's been, it's been bad for a while, but it's getting yeah. worse. Yeah. And you, now you're trying, now when I see him, I want to, I, I only want to talk to him about the times that we were younger and, it, and, it, and it, when he and I were getting an A plus yeah. because yeah. I can't even go, I want to talk to him about the times that I, we got to see, or I got to see, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but he, we can't even go there. Yeah. And it was making me uh, really sad even thinking about putting this in, but I, I, I'm going to, it gets to the point, mm-hmm. um, literally, you know, tears in my eyes and thinking about that and, and over the last couple of weeks and actually seeing it firsthand. And then I remembered that I literally like said, stop, you got to practice what you <laughs> preach. Right, and, right. you know, when you talk about the pause laws, which we're going to get into and we're going to end with, Dan. Oh, yeah? All right, gonna, All right, we're going to always end in a positive. It's not going to sure. be Debbie Dan Downer, okay? All right, good. Uh, and, my, and, I, and I allowed my feelings to turn into a thankfulness mm-hmm. and a gratefulness in all things considered. You know, yeah. like yeah. A plus went to C and now the guy doesn't remember what we talked about five minutes ago. Mm-hmm. But you can't take away, like it's still very, very good in the grand scheme of things. Well, and I'm sure he remembers the A+. Plus. He, he 100%. Yeah. You know, and that's the cool part. Like, yeah. it's almost hard to have those conversations with him because he does remember the A-plus times yeah. perfectly. He just, you just can't have a real conversation about what happened, you know, five minutes ago. Right. You know, it's very, right. it's very materialistic. Like, you know, are you hungry? Are you cold? Do you have to go to the bathroom? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. But then if you want to get engaged, you're like... Do you remember this time right. back in the day? We in the and then you literally almost want to like start crying, and then he doesn't understand yeah. why you're crying. Right. But <laughs> it was it was awesome, right. and and even though I went through that revolve, you know that that whirlwind of emotions, mm-hmm. um, it ended in gratefulness and thankfulness, and and I remembered you got to you got to practice what you preach. So as a reminder, we're going to end with the seven pause laws because I guarantee it. we've had some new listeners that have not <laughs> had the time, energy. <laughs> or give a shit right. to listen to all 25 episodes prior right? because we've done some great motivational stuff absolutely. in episodes one through 23. Absolutely. Don't you think? I, do. I feel I like we have. absolutely do. And, and, and by the way, the, like I said, this is our last show before the big push for college football, professional football. And right. I just want to go on record. So for those of you that have listened to all 26 episodes – it's about to blow the fuck up. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna. Yeah. We're going. We're taking this to the next level. Right. We're not changing what. No. What we're. What we've done. No. Because we like what we've done. True. And we think we got something good going. Yeah. Um. We. You know. What was that? What was that one word? The. Uh, oh, here we go. Yeah. That we're just just like everybody else. I don't think we're just like everybody else. God yeah. damn it! I think we're somewhat creative. And granted, we're not Joe Rogan. Right. Or Adam Carolla. True. But for the next tier down, we got to be pretty entertaining. <laughs> exactly. God damn it. All right. So as a reminder, seven pause laws. Let's do it. Number one, keep a positive attitude at all times. Number two, don't forget to pause and reflect. Number three, always position yourself for success. Number four, remember a round of a pause. Number five, everyone needs some apostles. Number six, don't play possum. Number seven, feel the pause and effect because no matter what happens, no matter what you're going through, you gotta follow those. All right. So true. And with that, I hope you have a great rest of your morning, a beautiful afternoon or a raucous night.
<laughs> and remember, <laughs> when you have that positive attitude, something's always brewing. Corey Pauls is back at quarterback. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.